This is a shock podcast. Shock. What's up, party people? And welcome back to the K-pop podcast that makes you say, wah, debak. So today I'm back with our red-haired beauty, or you can also call her Ariel. <laughs> it is good to be back. <laughs> yeah, so Kyle was away last week, actually, but she's back now. So that means our hosts are complete once again, reunited, and it feels so good. But actually, speaking of us being reunited and rejoining the group, I know a company who might be losing members. So today we're here to talk about none other than the EXO situation. I mean, like, how could we not, right? It was such a big deal happening and everything. Yeah, I was going to say, like, a lot has happened the week that I was away. I've been trying to keep up with the story um, on the the road but i might need you to help fill in some blanks <laughs> don't worry i got you covered because all i've been doing is obsessing like i woke up early today just to write out our skeleton for this episode <laughs> um for those of you that don't know which i think most of you should know basically k-pop artists sign a contract when they enter a company and this contract determines how much they earn how long they're gonna be there and xo our ever so popular xo baekhyun suman and chen aka cbx because this was the unit they um released a little early not earlier but i think a few years ago mm-hmm. and so they did unit activities like that basically they're suing their label which is SM Entertainment um, and they want to terminate their contracts so yeah that's a pretty big deal yeah and like there's a lot of accusations flying here and there and I know that they asked for transparent copies of their settlements and then they would not provide that right like SM Entertainment would not provide them with the copies yeah so basically like um, a settlement is our version of a pay slip it's Mm -hmm. essentially a pay slip which says how much you earned how much was deducted and how much goes to you and SM could do that and apparently CBX asked like seven times for this transcript and they couldn't do this for them which obviously very shady in itself right I mean can you imagine like if you're asking to see a contract or whatever documents that has to do with you and your work especially for someone who's in a band like EXO I just feel like it must have been so obvious that there was something wrong for them to come to this conclusion it's basically the bindings of your job it's mm-hmm. literally a job you know being an artist is a job and it's insane that they couldn't do that which to me would have been sus already right and on top of that they were basically they're going to be suing them over their slave contract so in k-pop we call it a slave contract because some of these contracts can span up to nearly 20 years and this is a case-by-case basis by the way it's insane and so the 20 years or essentially your contract that you sign with them doesn't start when you sign it starts when you debut which means you can be training with them for 10 years and none of that counts towards the contracts you signed that's crazy it it is insane so all in all it's nearly 20 years which is insane because um the the oldest exo member was about 22, 23 in Korean age when he debuted, which means he would essentially have to be there for up to 43. If all the clauses are activated and if everything goes the way it should have, mm-hmm. it could have that could have been a possibility. Yeah, but the thing is, okay, fine. Like, let's say they signed this for so many years or whatever. They should be technically with a group as successful as EXO, they should be rolling in it, right? And that's what I feel is kind of sus because something must not be adding up. Mm-hmm, definitely. Right? I mean, because we've seen plenty of artists happy with their company. Uh-huh. And you can see it in the fact that, you know, they're okay with the company. Yeah. And But the thing is, according to law, and this isn't even just an issue between, oh, I think you're not compensating me enough and blah, blah, blah. This is literal law. The standard in Korea 
is seven laws for entertainment's contracts. Seven years. Seven years is mm-hmm. the standard. They did not do this. And here's the thing. Um, for those of you that have been K-pop for a little longer, aka old farts like me, right? Um, this isn't even the first time this has happened. This is like the fourth, fifth time it's happened to them. Prior to this, uh, way back DVXQ, mm-hmm. this is like an older group. They were also sued regarding slave contracts. And at that time, the court said something that I thought really made sense. They basically explained that the main fan base of K-pop artists are teenagers, mm-hmm. which is true, although, you know, neither of us are teenagers, but, you know, it's hard for them to maintain their current popularity in the field until their 30s. So they're saying because of this reasoning alone, the uh, the contracts were not ethical. Mm-hmm. And I remember s- seeing something about this, like they actually blocked some of the members from they like did. media, right? Because I did an interview with Kim Jae-jung and oh, I, had, <laughs> I had no idea that he used to be part of TVX because oh. it had been kind of like blanketed so well yes, yes. you know because the three of them so JYJ it was Jejong, Yuchan, Jeonsu mm-hmm. they sued the company and it's like just like you were wrong pay the yeah. settlement call a day but um, they were so petty that they because they had a lot of power back then and they still do they essentially they blacklisted the three mm-hmm. from any broadcasting network in Korea I feel like the difference between then and now is social media yeah. Like they can't do that with like the members of EXO and everything because everything is clear cut. We don't need to wait for media to report on it. Everything's on social media. And I feel like that's a good thing when it comes to things like this. Yeah, I agree. Because it's like now with social media, nothing flies anymore. Mm-hmm. And you don't need broadcasting rights to be on social media mm-hmm. compared to before that. Back then, there was no social media. And essentially, their career had been snubbed from them. And they had mm-hmm. to find a career elsewhere, either in the States or in Japan, mm-hmm. which they did have a fan base, but it's insane that one company could hold that much power yeah I mean we see it so many times like even not just in K-pop like in like Western we've mm-hmm, we've seen mm-hmm. it so many times right but okay so if we circle back to EXO what is well, SM's move so their response which uh-huh. like oh my god get ready like they denied all the accusations and they basically said like you know in you know in really cringy high school movies like look at me Jason this isn't you this isn't you right <laughs> basically they said this isn't you it must be an external influence and then they blamed um, a company called Big Plan Planets made entertainment BPM BPM Entertainment and they said oh none of our other artists had any issues regarding the settlements which we know is not true considering how they've been sued like four different times mm-hmm. and the, the which this is what blows my mind they said that the court acknowledged the contracts as fair and they used EXO's Tao as an example so Tao was one of the first three to leave the group he was the third I think right mm-hmm. and it's really smart because the three that sued were Tao, Chris and Luhan and Tao was the only one that didn't win his suit Ooh. actually Chris and Luhan didn't win their suit either but they settled out of okay. court and so what happened was they were allowed to promote elsewhere but they'd still have to be under SM mm. right so they got to do their own thing it's just their contract would retain but Tao didn't get that benefit because Tao got a prepayment or something an advanced payment mm-hmm. so he couldn't pay it back but point is they used Tao as an example because they won their case against <laughs> their Tao their one win okay <laughs> It's like, you know, it's the person that peaks in high school and they take that and they run with it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, CBX were saying, oh, okay, so let's let's jump back. CBX said, it doesn't make sense because Tao is a Chinese member. He's from China. Therefore, he abides by different laws than we do. Mm-hmm. Which is true. Tao did later go on to, like, um, not win, but he also, he managed to settle as well for this with the same thing Chris and Luhan got. But then basically they're saying SM didn't rectify their unfair contracts and... They did not send out the settlement reports, even though they said they would. So that's where we are now. So basically what they're doing is they're trying to buy time to figure out how they can show documents that won't 
incriminate them I want to say <laughs> and I just it's just so shady like we always knew the entertainment industry can be kind of shady but this is on a whole this, other level this is insane because um, I don't know how true this is but I was reading a source that said apparently physical album sales in SM mm-hmm. the company gets 95% of the profits and 5% goes to the members and they have to split it by the way mm-hmm. I want to reiterate EXO was a 12 member group mm-hmm. so like oh my god. and I feel like that's the thing like when especially like K-pop like when you you start training you start really young and you're signing contracts that you probably let's be real even at this big age we do not read all the terms in a contract <laughs> before we sign not. it which is not right but it's just human nature and that's how they get these young people to sign these contracts and then when things like this happen they're like oh, but that's your name on the dotted line you signed it mm-hmm. yeah it's insane and even more like you said they're like 13 12 mm-hmm. 11 I'm sure you have a lawyer presence but like so how much will you be able to understand at that age yeah. and especially with their parents and here's the thing a lot of people are like why'd you sign the contract but the thing is a lot of this came from clauses that were hidden mm-hmm. so for example their contract would have said you start with 7 years but if you do this we extend it by 3 years mm-hmm. if you do this we extend it by etc etc et yeah. and, and there's that's always what- loopholes that you would never know until like it happens you know like you you have to remember like these big corporations it's ironclad you know whatever happens they're gonna win yeah and And the thing is they have like I think this is gonna be a really interesting case because I feel like it's very obvious on what's going wrong and who needs to provide things that they're not providing and things (laughs) like that and yes maybe legally it was signed away I don't know but it's gonna be interesting to see how this changes things moving forward yeah because I feel like SM are at that point now where they have to do something about it. They kind of got away with DBSK. They mm. kind of got away with the first three members of EXO. But mm. I think right now they don't really have the opportunity because mm-hmm. social media is so prevalent and it's spreading. Everyone is clearly not on SM's side because yeah. it's clear and what's happening. don't forget the XOLs are very passionate mm-hmm. about their group. You know, I, I know like they have sent support, like physical support. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The trucks, the trucks. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> Chinese XOLs, I think they sent trucks to the SM building by the way like right in front of the SM building these are LED trucks that said uh, they are going to support EXO and it said like forever on EXO's side mm-hmm. and they said like well I need in Chinese which is I love you and this was just parked in front of the SM building mm-hmm. like can you imagine you are a corporate slave at SM and you're, you're already dealing with this as it is you look out the window there's just this giant truck telling bright you light. That, right with bright lights <laughs> at night too I'm sure it was probably like a 24 hour thing just sitting there you know I, I can't imagine trying yeah. to get coffee from downstairs and walking upstairs and seeing that and that's just one thing like don't forget like the fans are going to be so vocal online they're going to continue to be vocal until like Mm. something fair and just has been achieved so I don't know I I just find it interesting I'm really sorry that they're going through this and I hope it doesn't kind of like I know they're set for a comeback so I hope it doesn't kind of you know mess that up but at the end of the day it's about their well-being as well it really is. It yeah. really is. And if I'm not mistaken, the three of them, CBX, they, throughout this whole thing, they constantly kept emphasizing that if they are having such issues, other artists in the company would too. They kept emphasizing mm-hmm. that through their statements. And Which means think, they know something. Yes. <laughs> and I think it goes to show they still want to be a part of EXO because this mm. is these are the brothers, you know, these are the people they spent a lot of their lives with. And in terms of that, I feel like they would still want to be in the group. Mm. Maybe they just want transparency. It kind of begs the question, like, the, the members that left before because like EXO has had a lot of members that came and went was it a choice that they wanted to make 
Yeah, you know? yeah. Like maybe we would have all the original members still if there weren't like issues like this happening with the company, right? Yeah. Um, because like right now we're at half of the group that has sued. So far, half of the group has sued the company. Uh, the company, which is a lot, by the way. Half of the group yeah. is a lot of people. Um, for like for a twelve member groups, the half is a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, back then they were saying, um, when Chris Tao and Luhan sued, they were saying it's because um their health was being neglected. Mm. And I mean, there's only so much you can take before your life is literally on the line. Yeah. I think um one of them said like he was coughing up blood and he wasn't even allowed to go to the hospital and stuff like that. And that's insane to me that like people forget the end of the day labels really see their artists as just cash cows. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't want to like completely just be like, yeah, the label's wrong. Like they should just stop existing because like at the end of the day, we do need labels to like, they're the ones that put in a lot of work for these artists as well. Mm -hmm. But there just needs to be more transparency and there needs to be more like humane efforts. Empathy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's not like we want to see the company fall. But mm-hmm. we need the people that are inside that are toxic and like not caring about their artists to like mm-hmm. kind of step aside and let things yeah, flourish at, as they can. At the can. end of the day, if you aren't doing anything wrong, there wouldn't be an issue for you to be transparent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wouldn't be an issue whatsoever. Agree. And it's clear that's not the case here. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the case for a really long time because um I was researching about this, right? Um HOT was one of their first artists. For them, HOT also refused to re-sign their contracts mm-hmm. because SM was underpaying them. Yeah. Then a little later, Xinhua, also a very popular group, um, they decided to leave because SM didn't renew the contract of one member. Mm-hmm. It's always been just constant issues. TVXQ, same thing, three out of five left because of their contracts. Mm-hmm. EXO, half of them are sued. And um, um, Hangyun, Hangyun from Super Junior also sued same thing mm. it's just been the same pattern for years I just feel like it's so sad because like all of these names that you you just said like they were so popular in mm. their time and then because of things like this like not only did they lose their popularity or their standing in the scene like the fans lost out on what could have been yes you know yes. like we could have seen them evolve into something and who knows they could have been still as big as they were then today but just because of this one contract issue they're kind of gone yeah and i think a lot of people forget that like for the person that is suing them the artist right Mm -hmm. it's not easy for them to do it too no of course because they're leaving everything they've worked for they're Mm -hmm. leaving their brothers behind and also same thing like jyg could get blocked and blacklisted Mm -hmm. and it's tough which is why i do feel like it must have been quite bad for them to make this decision to come out but you know, this is an ongoing situation. Like, I feel like every single hour there's an update. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And yeah. hopefully next week we can come back with some better yep. news. Yeah, because actually when I wrote this up this morning, it was like the last update was like 10 hours ago. So every day there's something new. But you don't have to worry about not catching up to that because we will be here to inform you guys. But we will keep you guys updated, which means next week there might be more updates. But who knows? Let's see. And hopefully things will work out in everyone's favor. Mm-hmm. And if you hear anything that you think we haven't covered, like drop us a DM, let us know. Yeah, that's because sometimes I miss stuff, and like you know, we're always ready for tea. So just drop us a DM, drop us a comment, anything. Other than that, this has been Wahde Bak, and once again, I am Michelle. I'm Callista, and we'll see you next week. Bye. 